Why do I have to go with her? Theo demanded, and winced at the quaver in her voice. She'd meant to sound cool and remote and adult. Instead, she sounded like a kid on the edge of a tantrum. Housefather Kaladi looked up from his work screen and regarded her just a shade too seriously. Theo bit her lip. Because, he said in his deep, calm voice, in the culture predominant upon Delgado, children, by which I mean those persons who have not attained what that same culture deems as their majority, are understood to be submissive to, and the responsibility of, their biological mother. He raised a strong eyebrow. Surely you are aware of these things, Theo. Well, she was. But that didn't mean she had to like them, or live with them. You're the one who taught me that accepting cultural mores is a choice, she said, pleased that her voice was steady now, if still more heated than she would have liked. I don't choose to accept these particular conditions. Ah, he leaned back in his chair, hands folded on the edge of his desk, considering her out of thoughtful black eyes. But a decision to rebel against predominant standards is only half a decision. What will you do instead? I'll stay here, with you. There, she'd said it. Both eyebrows rose, and he tipped his head to one side consideringly. Theo felt a brush against her knee, and a moment later, black and white Mandarin leapt to the top of the desk and sat down primly next to the keyboard. A bold and straightforward plan, Father said eventually. My congratulations. He reached out to scratch Mandarin's ears. I must ask, however, if you have considered all the ramifications of this choice. Theo eyed him. What do you mean? Decisions have consequences, he murmured, his attention seemingly centered on the cat, though she knew better. Jensar Kaladi had been her mother's anagrata for as long as Theo could remember. She knew him every bit as well as she knew her mother, and I like him better too, she thought rebelliously. For instance, he told Mandarin, your mother will certainly be both shocked and saddened by this decision. She may exert her influence. Ethics and law are, as you know, on her side. How will you respond? To what extent are you willing to fund this choice? How much sorrow are you willing to cause? How much disdain are you willing to bear? Surely your friends must recoil as you step beyond that which they feel and know to be proper. Your mentor may consider it incumbent upon her to alert the safety office and the safeties deem it their duty to intervene. Mandarin shook her head vigorously, as if these possibilities were too awful to contemplate. Professor Kaladi smiled slightly and refolded his hands, gaze settling on the untidy stack of hard copy on the desk's side table. In fact, he told the papers gravely, such deviance from the norm might come to the attention of the Chapelia who would perhaps feel moved to send a simple to you, to ascertain if your rebellion might teach. He glanced up and pinned her in a sharp glance. If you were to ask me, which I note that you have not, I would say the price seems excessive for what may be at most a few months' inconvenience. He inclined his head. You must, of course, 
please yourself. Theo swallowed. You don't know that it's only for a few months, she said, her voice unsteady again. Do I not? He murmured in that over-polite voice he used when he thought you were being especially stupid. How inept of me. Theo looked down at the floor and the blaze of galaxies dancing there. Father's study floor usually projected the star fields. He said they helped to put his work into perspective. Theo's mother said they made her dizzy. Do you? She said, raising her head and meeting his eyes. Do you know for certain that it's only going to be a couple of months? Child. He came out of his chair in one of his boneless, cat-like moves, flowing toward her across the pirouetting stars, silent in his soft, embroidered slippers. Nothing in life is certain.